The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasha Sports Talk. It is Tuesday. We are live. We are globally live. Demer Lachey is in the building. I am. He was ready to hold it down. Thought I wouldn't go make it. I was ready. I'm always ready. My shortcut works. I can tell. It works. It's, it's getting me tell. here. Although it's it's hard getting out the house sometimes, but you know it's getting me here. I'm not gonna tell everybody my shortcut because every time I take shortcuts, it gets loaded. Uh, then it takes me longer to do, get to where I need to get. Right. They start following you. It feel like always. Like man, where were y'all a week ago? I mean, it's good. They followers. They want to be. They want to do the leader thing. You got to. <laughs> you got to follow first. I um um. I'm telling you what, what what's funny as I come in and I see these on license plates. Let's say you have a AMG 55 Sports Mercedes. Okay. Why would you get a license plate that say AMG 55? It's already on the car. Yeah, I don't get that either. I, I really don't <laughs> understand. It's redundant. It's crazy. Are you wasted? We know. We know you got the AMG 55. Right. Now it's on your license. There's no need for echo or shadow. I get it. Echo was right. So what if you get another car? Um, not an additional car, another car. But that license plate has to go AMG 55 gotta, has to go up. May, I think so. I don't know for sure. But it mm. might have to go on to the other car. And the other car is not an AMG 55. <laughs> you got to explain that, the situation. Though. Why does your license plate say so AMG 55? Yeah, they, you, you, got, you got a Lexus uh, GS or something, whatever they are. Yeah. But you put Lexus GS on the license plate. <laughs> Dummies. I don't understand Dummies. that. I'm not a big fan of I don't, I don't understand. I don't like, I, honestly, I'm not a big fan of that customizing your license plate. I mean, why? If why it's cryptid, I, I, I'm a fan of it. But just putting your name or something on it. You better be a perfect driver. People out in this world today. When they know who it is, you cut in that me crowd? off. And yep. you'll, You're easier to track. Right. Thank yeah. you. Here we go, Joe. But just, exactly. what? It's Tuesday, right? Yeah, it's I Thursday. Push Justin aside for a moment. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you make yourself too big of a target. Like, yeah, you better be a perfect driver if you had big shot one or something. Somebody told there. me never put Kwame on my license plate. I wouldn't. Uh, no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I mean, if I wouldn't even put Dimmering, no. But some no people way. don't even care. It depends on what you're driving too. They get in front. Of, I watched it um, years ago. Years, years ago. It was 20 minutes or 60 minutes. Um, show. 2020 or 60 minute show mm-hmm. and um, there are professional people getting in front of trucks and stopping on brakes and and in the court of law if you get hit now they got cameras everywhere so but in the court of law if you get hit in the back you're 99% time is that other person's fault mm-hmm. it's called a swooping swap swooping swap yeah yeah swooping swap dang Joe he must have done it before <laughs> he was part of the swooping yeah, swap he team was, <laughs> he was a founder <laughs> founder of the but it was happening uh 
I guess now in big cities, I think rush hour traffic stuff, they don't care who time they waste up. But they was doing, well, we'd take the cash or they was getting insurance. It was mm-hmm. really pretty much as an insurance scam. Dang. Swoop and swap. Yeah, they get in front of you, man, and, and then just put on brakes. Just press on the brake. Yeah, that's, that was crazy. So, I, I, yeah, I don't know why you would put your name on your plate or, I mean, you ever got a, you got a range, bro. You don't have, you don't have to put a range, R-O-V-R. We know what you got, yeah. Redundant. You watch any, uh, you say you watch the second half of the game. I watched the second half of the national championship game, the greatest national championship game. Okay. That's, what, that's what they saying. We'll get the greatest? The greatest no, national championship no, game ever. That's what they saying. Kwame. You ever seen a replay of, um. Uh, what was the Michigan State and Indiana State? Yeah, Indiana so, uh, State game. Of course, game? I did. Of course. Okay. So, so they not. That's not true. But before we get to that, I posed a question on on the show yesterday. Another show yesterday. Uh, to Kwame and Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, the best trophy to win in sports. Ooh. And um, it's on Twitter right now. It's kind of hot right now. It's on Twitter. Yeah. Um, it's booming. Nah, it's booming enough. Okay. I did it at. We did it at two to three. But okay, let me ask you this. I give you the options. Here, here are the trophies. Because I consider golf a major sport. If it's a major, that's eliminated. Good but go ahead. No, it's not. Lombardi. Okay. Stanley Cup. All right. Larry O'Brien. Okay. That's an MVP trophy, right? Larry O'Brien, NBA. Trophy. NBA trophy. Yeah. Okay. Um, green jacket, and and I. I <laughs> Yeah, the green jacket. And the um, also the throwing boxing. I think Frank mentioned boxing. I said, yeah, that's you can do boxing. That's what I want to go with. What about a, what, what about a belt? Like a yeah, welterweight yeah. fighter. You can, or, th- you can throw that in there. Or WWE. You, WWE champ. We don't did. Um, WrestleMania. You can be the champ of the You know world. what? I'm surprised uh, they didn't put the baseball, the Major League Baseball, the trophy. I'm surprised they didn't put that up there. But it's, it's, it's Lombardi, Stanley Cup, green jacket. And Larry O'Brown. Hmm. So, what would you cover as the best trophy to win in sports? I mean, you can even great, name one. Yeah, all great awards. You they're can all great name trophies. one that's not even up here. What about? Mm, I don't know. I like I like boxing. I think because it's such an individual sport, or gold medal in track and field. Could would you consider a gold medal? Yes, I don't know. I would. I, I mean, I would feel like I'm the world champion. Like if I'm Usain Bolt, I think that's the greatest accomplishment. Trophy wise, because at my time in my sport, I am a world champion. But you know that. See, the ones I I name is pretty much. I, you do have a team in in track and field. You do have a team in boxing, but it's looked at as individual sport because mm-hmm. you the you the one fighting, and you have to be in there and get it done. Yeah. So I think any individual sport award is bigger than the team. I mean, just I mean I'm all about teams. I'm all about watching great teams come together. And win championships, but at the same time, being an individual athlete, it's what I'm doing. It's my showcase. It's just me against the world. So, like the Wimbledon, uh, you know, winning that award in tennis. I mean, I think that's huge. The Green Jacket you you presented, um, that's going to last with you forever. Daytona 500, winning that, or the Indy 500, you know, having that trophy you, you on the wall forever, and that's an individual drive, and you working for your team, you know. But it's just you in that car. It's just you in that ring. Is, is Wimbledon spelled W I M B L E D O N? Check that, Joseph, for me. Yeah. Is it? <clears throat> um, um, it's, what's today? It's Tuesday. So you ain't it's ready to It's Taco Tuesday. Tito. 
Where's Tito's going? No, I haven't had meat in a while. Okay. So I'm on a whole other plan. But they have, uh, it's not even a veggie one. I, I'll do a fish. I'll do a fish taco. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like but don't change the subject real quick. We'll get back to talking to <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So you got, okay, you got the boxing. And I think Joe's somebody want to get some coffee. You got the boxing, uh, Wilmington, mm-hmm. and track and field, you added to it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. They can be the gold medal. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, track and field. All right. Because I'm, I'm I'm revising this thing right now. But what would what would be the best trophy? I said the Masters. That was my vote. That was yours? Yeah, because the Masters, like what the Wilma Frank argument was, or his comments were, with the Stanley Cup, every player on that team gets to carry that Stanley Cup for, I think, a week or so, however long, but they get to keep it in their possessions and go around with it until everybody on the team had it. And um, I say, but then after that, they had to put it back into the organization or the franchise where right. they posted it up. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You can parlay after that, take pictures and make money in that week or however long time you have it, mm-hmm. do autograph signs with it, pictures with it. That's fine, but that don't last. Right. But down in history, it does. But then you have the, and I said the green jacket because once I win a green jacket, I'm an honorary member of the Augusta National Absolutely. forever. You in that fraternity. I got a locker life. in there. Right. I got a locker in there. I can always go play that course. Yeah. And I can take that green jacket anywhere with me. You I don't have to, to give the, it to somebody next. You got to be in a championships locker room, not the other one. I mean, you're pretty much immortalized as, you know, as one of the greatest, you know, who played in this tournament. Right. Uh, that's what game I say. On a high level. So that's why I'm picking any individual over the team award. I mean, no, no, if. You know, no offense against the Lombardi Trophy, the Larry O'Brien. Those are great trophies. But like you said, even with the Stanley Cup, you're not keeping that to yourself the whole time. You you have your time with it, and then you pass it on. you got to look at it in the shelf. Whereas, you know, like a gold medal Wimbledon or a uh, green jacket, you get to go home with that stuff. That's yours to keep. You're immortalized, you know, from here on out. Right. You know, winning the Daytona 500, that's every mm. time it's presented. I, I thought about the Daytona. There. I thought about NASCAR. Yeah. You go out to those tracks, your picture, you know, you know, you got a big banner on the wall of you, and it shows you how many times, if you win multiple times, you know, you are a Daytona 500 champion. So what you got? What you come up with? I would go with... So we got, okay. Um, I, I don't want to put a gold medal, because you get a gold medal in any sport. So I, you I, get one in. Would you, would you, you eliminate get a gold that medal in uh, synchronized swimming? Right, right. So I think that's eliminated. We're going to take that one out. Uh, I will have to go with the probably the the Wimbledon in, in Wimbledon? tennis, really yeah, in tennis. Not the Indy Five Hundred. Not the Indy Five Hundred because you got more than one race. Just like the mm-hmm. Masters is more than one. And but I what's get the it. big one? Because you got the Indy, but you got Brickyard. Uh, you have you have a well, Indy's for Indy cars. The NASCAR, you got the Brickyard. You got right. Daytona. Um, I mean, you got Talladega. You got Bigger race, but the biggest one I don't know why it's the first race Daytona, but it's the first and the last. Mm-hmm. Start to finish. Yeah, you start Daytona, you end at Daytona. Um, then you always have the World Cup, the Cup Series in in racing in NASCAR. That may be. You know what? I'm gonna switch my. I'm gonna go with that Cup Series. I'm gonna go with the Cup Series champion. Like Jimmy Johnson won that thing like five times. Yeah, it's a whole That's team the best that puts racer it together. Of all all the rents. You think so? The Cup Series, yeah, the total of the points of mm-hmm. all, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But that takes some work. That takes some time. Kind of like a football season. It takes 20 weeks. It takes 20 weeks for you to get the Lombardi Trophy. Mm-hmm. Basketball takes you 82 plus 16. Yeah, you got about 98 games. Oh, I mean, 108 games. Right. Something like that. Um, 98. Mm-hmm. To um, win the uh, Larry O'Brien. But mine was the Masters because that's a lifetime. That's yeah. You and because uh, because of out of all those sports, and I throw NASCAR in there since we talking about it. You can play golf in your sixties. You can't play football, basketball, professionally at a high level competitively mm-hmm. to your sixties. Yeah, I get it. Masters. So once you're done with your sport, you can always go golfing. Ooh, that's why golf. <laughs> that's why golf reigns supreme. It's boring until you play it. World Series Cup. Mm. You think it will ever be another? Nope. Professional uh, two sport athlete on a professional level again. Yeah, but they wouldn't. Yeah. And then you think it's going to happen again? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Obviously, Russell Wilson was testing the waters when he tried out for the Rangers. Russell Wilson was marketing. He was leveraging their contract. <laughs> he was leveraging the contract. A lot of those guys were. You talking, so you talking about Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders Thank type guys. Yes. Yeah, those. <laughs> there's some kids Michael like Jordan that. Michael Jordan tried it. Michael Jordan's not a two-sport guy. Yeah, he <laughs> tried it. Nobody watched him play baseball, although he wasn't that bad at it. But he wasn't. You wasn't. Nobody was helicoptering you to from the Atlantic Braves to the Atlanta Falcons. I was about to say, yeah, he he wasn't. He wasn't getting a helicopter. You wasn't Deion. You wasn't Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson got a World Series ring. You wasn't that guy. So yeah, I I think there will be. I think there will be. Um, But at what sport? What two sports? Yeah, what two sports? Have to be baseball and football. It could be track and football. No basketball. No NBA guys. No, they can't. I'm gonna give you a story. They can't do it. The reason why I asked that it was a story developing about uh, your boy Nate Robinson. Former slam dunk champion. I mean, NBA who five foot nine went to Oregon somewhere. Went to Washington. Washington played, played college football. Played obviously played college basketball right. as well, but held it down starting as a true freshman for the Washington Huskies. I mean, that ain't no program of slouches. You know, it's you know ball players walking through those hallways. He was starting as a true freshman mm-hmm. football. Talks about him uh, having a couple tryouts with the NFL. I saw the article a couple weeks ago and. With the uh, off season going on right now, he, he's waiting on the call. He's put his name in the in, you know in the ballot of hey, come take a look at me. And there's right some teams that's looking to try him out. You talking about right now? Right now, Nate Robinson right now wants to play in the NFL. Would like to play in the NFL. Get a shot. He'd be yeah. successful if he did it, but his body's not used to that pounding. Right. You can be. I mean, he works out like he's getting ready for a football season, but he played basketball. I think he was mm-hmm. overseas in China playing basketball right now. Yeah, bowling. Yeah. It, it, it amazes me how guys, it's not even them. It's more so the executives that say, okay, well, you're done in the NBA. You can't play here anymore. Or no one's checking for you. And then the scouts are so f- petrified to say, well, let's get a Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, last team, he was coming off the bench. What was it? Was it Miami? He was, com- sure he was coming off the was. bench for somebody and was yeah. very serviceable. I would put him on my bench. I remember his days in Chicago after Derrick It was Rose. Chicago. It was Chicago. It Derrick wasn't Rose was going down. He led them to the playoffs. Right. And he was balling in the it playoffs. It was Chicago. And then all of a sudden, he can't play anymore. Yeah. That's crazy. Because you didn't want to pay him. Because he was worth his weight. Right. Then they shopped him out of town. And 
you know, I haven't heard from him since. Now he's balling in China. Yeah. Everybody go to China. They're trying to get Kobe. Uh, Barcelona want to get Kobe uh, millions and millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. to come finish his career. His last 20 game, at that point it was 20 games, I think, 16, 20 games. Yeah. To finish in Barcelona. Would you would have taken that? No. Not now if I'm Kobe Bryant, no. Yeah, you don't need the if money. If I'm Nate Robinson, I'm going. <laughs> hmm. I will go play. I will go play some ball in China, in which he did. Michael Beasley. Balled in China. Now he's back with Houston Rockets. It looking like Kansas State Beasley. Yeah, he looked. The he looked good. He looked in shape and everything. Some guys just don't keep a clip. It's, it's it's unfortunate you don't get it until late, but you did get it. You you are back into the NBA. You are back into the NBA. He looks like the Kansas State Michael Beasley. Mm-hmm. The first round pick, or he was the second pick, wasn't he? Second overall. His pick. Second overall pick. Who was first? Um, well, he was number one in his class, though. But Ray Rose, not Rose. I'm a J- um, Rose was um, Derrick Rose. Was Derrick number Rose one. was number one out of Memphis. That's the year 2008, if I'm not mistaken. That's the year they lost. Yeah. Well, we are gonna get into some uh, NBA. Uh, we'll also get into the Hall of Fame. Allen Iverson, Shaquille O'Neal, Cheryl Swoop, Izzo. And your favorite player, Yao Ming. Yao Ming. But I asked the question the other it was, day. It was another guy, gentleman, who also got it. It was a referee, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. <laughs> who should the Hall of Fame? It's his Naismith because it goes, it's for everybody. But who should the Hall of Fame be for? I asked Frank yesterday, was Yao Ming a Hall of Famer? I don't remember any dominance Yeah, we from can get him. into that. He's, what was he, we, seven? We can get into seven, that. Two? Seven, two? Seven, six. Seven, six? Yeah. Dang, that's Soaking tough. wet. Yeah, but he was 7'6", 180, 180 <laughs> Soaking wet. Nah, he wasn't like Manute Bow, uh, no. height, and, height and weight. No. He wasn't like that. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that because I like that subject. But shout out to Villanova, man. Yeah, Villanova yeah. Villanova Wildcats, Jay Wright. We're going to save Villanova for, what was that, 20 minutes in the last segment? Yeah. That was a great game. I thoroughly enjoyed that game. game. That was a fun game. It was. That was a great game. Paige, I mean, them guys... So you did see the three pointer? Oh yeah, of course. The the acrobatic three pointer. Yes, that was awesome. That was awesome. And it is Taco Tuesday, Tito Tuesday. Uh, Kurt Felkeller is on assignment. We got him uh, in the, the in the west, further west. Okay, <laughs> but he is he is on assignment. Uh, so we'll take a quick break. Kwame Lachey Sports Talk. Demi Lachey. We'll be right back. flagship station for sports voice america sports check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in host jd harris and ray austin are here to lead the forum from the fans former players owners execs and coaches while inside the man cave you do whatever you like we won't judge we'll even go beyond sports to talk technology current events and entertainment Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs 
that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. Let me uh, not put the entree on this one. Uh, let me not appetite. What would you call it, Kurt? Prognosticator? No, no. The the songs that play too long. The uh, entre- Not the entree, but the, uh, what is it, the appetizer? Too much appetizing? Yeah, exactly. A little too much appetizer before we get to the real meal. Right. We got um, to get our music in order. I'm talking about by date. Music by date. So, Tuesday, you know you might hear this song. It's Thursday You might hear this song mm-hmm. It's Friday You know what you're gonna hear Some Friday music Right Friday can have about Ten different songs Yeah In rotation We might just play music All during the show on Friday we might, You know what We are We'll keep it in the background What song y'all like What instrumental y'all like We'll figure it out But that is <laughs> the voice of Kurt Felt Keller He is on Let me ask you Before we get into anything Before you uh, Cause we know you on assignment And um but I asked Demi the question I asked uh, Frank yesterday. What is the best major league trophy? Real quick, what is the best major league trophy uh, to receive? And I'm and I put Lombardi. 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 Okay. No question. Nothing better. You, you said you. I made golf a major league sport, but I made it one of the majors. Any one of the majors is a major league sport in golf, and I picked the green jacket. That's that's decent. That's a decent call. I can see that. It, it's certainly something you can take with you in a lot more restaurants than you can take to the Lombardi. <laughs> exactly. See, that's my thought process. And plus, I'm a member of Augusta National for life. I could play that any time. Actually, that's probably... Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, it's probably not that big a deal for the guys who can actually win a green jacket. But it is for us. Yeah, but they could take somebody there. You could take your. Family. You know how you exactly. got car blunch somewhere. Hey, buddies, let's go over here. We 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 straight. Right. We good over here. But That's true. Oh, it's on. Um, it's, it's it's moving on Twitter. Lombardi is fourteen percent. Stanley Cup is sixty two percent. Twenty four percent of the Green Jacket. Zero percent for the Larry O'Brien NBA Trophy, which used to be the Walter A. Brown Trophy, but. Yeah, I picked out of those. I and then we talked about we talked a little after that. Demery and I, myself, um, you got boxing, you have track and field, but in track and field we only talking Olympics, mm-hmm. uh, and Wimbledon, and NASCAR, well, maybe NASCAR, the Cup, Cup series. series. Yeah, don't don't we think that boxing is a little too much bastardized because you got four governing bodies, yeah, and they don't talk to each other, and they have their own champions. I I think boxing is just way too too. Uh, Chaotic. I think the uh, judges. When 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 um, what was that crook name? When he was involved with everything, you 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 know who the winner was, and at the end of the, they raised somebody. King. That's boxing, yeah. Yeah, Don King was Don the King. That's him. Yeah, you knew it was a Don King affair America. when the winner didn't win. <laughs> well, you that's knock exactly a guy right. You, you knock you a guy out three. Promoting the fight. Right. He promoting all the way through the fight. You knock a guy out three times, and um, he wins. Yeah, that was crazy. Okay, but yeah, that, that was that. So you say uh, the Lombardi Trophy? That's because I say because football controls the day of the weeks, 
most popular. But there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Stanley yeah. Cup, you get to take the trophy around. Every guy on the team gets to take the trophy around for a significant amount of time. Green jacket, that's my life. I'm thinking about giving a green jacket in my tournament. Maybe a red tournament. I mean, a red jacket. <clears throat> With the uh, like KLF on it. I'm thinking like about doing that. that. For I the like winner. That. I think that's awesome. $10,000 um, to the winner, to the celebrity winner. $5,000 to the non-celebrity winner. To the non-winner. Oh, a non-celebrity winner, like I said. To the non-winner. I was going <laughs> yeah, to say, put me in <laughs> now. Put me in. I'll go and That's slide number 50. Number 50, me. <laughs> hey, you know, the challenge with that, though, is you're going to have to have a, a coat rack of coats ready to go. No, I'm going to get them tailored. Well, no, I understand that, but you got to give it to them at the, at the winning, don't you? Or you're giving them a gift certificate. Yeah, you got to put it on their shoulder. You got to put it on them. And then they can get it tailored after. I'm going to ask everybody before they come, what is your sports jacket size, sports coat size? Yeah. And once I get that, I have a guy. You know how they put the name on trophies uh, like Wimbledon or or the golf? Mm-hmm. They put the name on the yeah. trophy right there. I have right. somebody put a jacket 44 long on you and then have it tailored right on the spot. <laughs> while, we yeah. going, while we're going to the bank, have it tailored. <laughs> now, you have to pay the tailor a lot of money just to do emergency 911. Right. Tailoring. But it'll be good. Just have one jacket. Maybe just your size, so that way you can always keep a, a copy. Well, I'm going to have my jacket on the, uh, at the uh, banquet and all that stuff. Right. Well, the uh, gala. Yeah. I'm going to have it on the gala well, so you can see this is what the winners win because right. I already won. Hey, I think you're going to have to. Uh, you got to win the tournament, though, Kwame. Sorry. You can't just wear the jacket. You can't. i got to show them what it looks like. I'm, I'm modeling. No, that's fine. Wear the jacket. you got to win it. And I'm, you can. you got the game. But you got to go win it. Ooh. I tell you, I'll wear the jacket. I'm just telling you. Well, I let somebody yeah. else wear it, yeah. and then I say. Yeah, Demery. Kurt. Demery wear it. Yeah, because he is. I'll wear the jacket. I'll wear it the whole tournament. I'll let Demery. <laughs> no, no you, said, you can only wear it the gala. I'll let Demery wear it because he'll never win. You'll never win that tournament. Not this year. I'm only going to run it for 20 years. All right, give me, give me two. Give me two years. You sound like Fred. He's not going to. These guys have been playing golf for anybody <laughs> playing golf for ten years or more. You're not gonna come around in two years and beat them. You never know. I don't know. You're right. Yeah, I don't know because I, I I really don't question athletes. It takes one good day. It takes one good one good one, day. One good day to what? Say I got to it. win a tournament. It takes yeah in, the, in these tournaments. Yeah, one day exactly. I'm not saying I'm about to go win Augusta. Speaking of tournaments, I'm playing <laughs> in one tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Steve Young's. Uh-oh. Playing that every year. BBs out in uh, Mesa? Yeah, well, it's not going to be, um, it's going to be at Troon North. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be at Troon North. But his company is based out of Mesa. Yeah, is it his educational yeah. company? Yeah, and he had one downtown, too, called the Yet Center. Uh, it was at the yeah. Yet Center, and then he had the computer, all the computers there and everything. Right. Were you in the coffee shop? No, I'm in the airport. Oh, okay. My first flight was canceled. Now I'm waiting for another flight. Oh, wow. At least in about an hour. So, canceled. sorry. Man. Yeah, well, there's always a flight going that way, so you'll be on the next one. Steve Steve used to watch film over at my house in Tampa Bay with Alan Risher when he first came to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Steve Young? Yep. Yeah. No, he calls him Stevie. Yeah. Oh, Stevie. You don't okay. know Steve. Yeah, Stevie I just know. Young. Stevie. I just call him Steve. Oh, I don't Stevie. Stevie sounds. I call him Mr. Young, but Stevie is that's, <laughs> that's him, fine. Ask him about his addiction to the dog track. The dog tracks? Yep. 
ask him about his addiction to the dog track or Liar's Poker is another one he's addicted to. We corrupted him. What was it? Liar's Poker? Liar's Poker, you know, with the dollar bills. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I he got corrupted at the dog track one night. He won the trifecta his first day on, and he thought this was the coolest thing. And from that day on, it was like, come on, let's go to the dog track. Let's go to the dog track. That's what I thought about. I thought about that. <laughs> I thought poker uh, was like that. I thought. Uh, I know. You you kicked butt in that tourney. Man, I want to play all the time. I got to call my, my poker dealers, get some games in. Po- call right. them now up. you got to really work at it. Now there's expectations. Right. Any tournament you enter, you're supposed to do well. I can't uh, go out there. Well, you know, poker's a game of chances anyway, so um, i got to go out there like I know what I'm doing. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you done set yep. the tone now, so you got to come second place or first nothing. place. Second or first. Now. I already did second. I know how you second feels. third, people going to question you like, man, you, that was just a lucky day. Just give me a case of, bar, case of wine and I'm good <laughs> to go. Hey, the national championship, you guys uh, both watched it. Um, I know um, Catwoman was on, so Kurt, I don't know how much you saw of the national championship. <laughs> hey, I, I turned over to the national championship like with uh, 12 minutes left after Catwoman was over. <laughs> so as soon as Catwoman was over, I could go, I could watch the D-backs get their butts kicked. Yes. And I could watch uh, the national championship. But yeah, I'm sorry. Hallie took my life over for a short time well, last night. Well, I see. I saw him. The, um, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got that text. <laughs> the, know, um, right? <laughs> before the game, he came down to the final four Obviously, and I had Oklahoma beating Villanova. I had North Carolina beating Syracuse. Then we get to the final championship game. I said, okay, Villanova, they hot. They the hot pick right now. They they have been number one throughout the regular season. They were a number one team. So it's not like they they shouldn't be in the position they were in. But I had North Carolina beating Villanova. And... That was one of the best games I've seen. It wasn't the greatest game, but it was one of the best games. It's up there. It's in the top five. But one of the best games I've seen start to finish. And I always thought... That shot by Page was ridiculous. That acrobatic shot much. right there. And I oh say, my God. is it destiny for that, that he could hit this shot? I mean, I thought Villanova had control of that game the entire time. Yeah. It, Absolutely. North Carolina had a two-minute run or spurt where they was getting it down low. But they weren't getting down low enough. They were, uh, you got the biggest guys on the court, and you can't get it down low. They, was, they got in foul. You had Villanova in somewhat foul trouble where the guys had to sit down. Jenkins and those guys had to sit down. But when they went into 74-74, I said, okay, that's, that's, this is a great game. He hit that shot. I couldn't wait to see overtime. Right. But you come down, yeah. and, and you, give, um, you give them too much room. First of all, what's his name? Ryan or Archigadota? Yeah, he comes Ryan, by. Archie, Archie could. Yeah, I, I, I get it. <laughs> Archie Cadono. Ryan Archie, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Ryan Archie, Archie Cadono. And he comes down with the ball. First of all, whoever took the ball out, was it, was it, um, it wasn't, it was Jenkins. Chris Jenkins. Chris Jenkins takes the ball out, so he's the trailer. Nobody pays attention to him. They just didn't want, I think in the huddle of North Carolina, they say, do not let the ball get down low because all you need is a two. Villanova felt they had momentum, so they took the big shot. They took the three. But no one picks up Jenkins um, once he inbound the ball to uh, Ryan, to Archie. 
he has a, a nice little screen, run past it for interference, but then you have too much room. He His screen, when he ran past two defenders, allowed that much room where Jenkins hit the big shot. Yeah. You but I think up. the challenge was is that they couldn't foul. That was the challenge. It wasn't. It wasn't just because they'd go to the line. There was already they were already over the ten foul limit, so that they would go to the line regardless of the foul, um, whether it was in the act of shooting or anything. They're going to go to the line and shoot. So that's why I think they they were playing very very standoffish. Um, but I thought it was a remarkable play by Ryan to take that penetration, and he took three guys with him and then flips it back to to uh, Chris, big smooth, and he drops that three. It was awesome. You, you look at awesome. the... I'm just saying, you just got to find... Yeah, it, it was a great, awesome shot, awesome ending, and you just got to find the shooters in that standpoint. Chris Jenkins is literally one of the, probably their best player yeah. on their on their team. He had the best three point shooter. He was their best player all season long. <clears throat> but Ryan he, Ryan picked it up in the tournament. He picked and it he up. Obviously, won uh, tournament most uh, outstanding player for the Final Four. But at the same time, I mean, Chris Jenkins is the, the go to guy. guy. You always have to find a shooter in the last four seconds, whether you have timeouts, fouls, anything. Go find the shooter. Is it Pays and Jenkins who are brothers? I think it was Page and Jenkins who are brothers. I think they they adopted. Um, Jenkins yeah. uh, throughout that, but when you look at Johnson and where he is on the court, he's not guarding anybody. So I th- I th- the whole time I'm thinking, in that huddle they were saying, "Do not let them in the paint," because they were in the bonus where they they're going to the line and all they have to do is make one. Do not let those guys in the paint. Chris Jenkins, ice in his veins. Take that shot. I think he would have took that shot anyway. If you got him the ball anywhere, he was going to take that shot. But that little pick screen that Ryan did, does keeps two guys away from him, allows him to get it up. And you look at where North Carolina is in the paint, protecting the paint. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving anybody a free shot. I'm gonna be up on you. I'm doing a man-to-man thing in that in that moment, or I keep one guy down in the box somewhere. But I'm doing the man-to-man thing. You gotta find. You, you have to find a shooter, especially coming up of of half court. Mm-hmm. In that type of standpoint, you got to find the shooters then and there because it allows you to run a rub off pick like the way Ryan like created Ryan, that Ryan shot. Did, yeah. But that play was designed for Ryan to take the shot, not to pass. And they've been practicing that all season. That in that last second, it is Ryan who's supposed to take the shot, not supposed to pass. In fact, uh, Jenkins said, you know, he was a little shocked to get the ball, but he saw the way Ryan went past him and everybody went with him. Mm hmm. And uh, it, it just turned out that Ryan did the right thing in flipping it back to uh, Jenkins instead of trying to force a shot right. from where he was. What? Um, he actually got a great look for uh, for big, smooth uh, Chris Jenkins. He was in control. Ryan was in control, control of that game the whole time. He came out absolutely shooting. Agree. He was yep, in control. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he knew. He had the pulse of, well, yeah, this play is designed for me, but let me find another guy who's just as hot as me who can hit this shot. Yeah, well, it was the right thing to do. He had two guys on him, right? You know, it, it, he wasn't going to get. He was probably going to get blocked. Is what was going to happen. But, uh, but he, he was so smart into figuring out. Hey, I've just pulled everybody past. You know, big smooth. I'm going to dish it back to him and let him fire. He wasn't going to get that a good. Was he wasn't going to get a good shot off. But that that was the right. No. That was the right yep. uh, move. Absolutely. I'm surprised that Johnson just sitting in the middle of nowhere guarding air. I would have had everybody <laughs> up. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, pick those I, guys up. At I half think court. you're right. They should have been playing man. I would have been man to man. You on the work for that? Yeah, just 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 be in their way. Don't you don't have to foul. Don't have to get too close. But at least be in their way. So I agree with you. Everybody was excited about it, but um, that was a that was a pretty good game. I watched it from start to finish. That was a pretty good game. I didn't open up a bottle of wine until halftime. I think. Mm-hmm. Because you were so intrigued into the game. I was watching the game. Yeah. It was a good game. No, I, I still, North Carolina went into the locker room with the lead. But Villanova, in my opinion, had the pulse of the game. They had the momentum of that game. Of course. The yeah. entire time. Yeah. Like, they was never in panic mode. They were about 10 points what, with five minutes to go. Right. On North Carolina. Now, would you would you consider this, would y'all consider this uh, the greatest game ever or the greatest finish? One of, one of the greatest finishes ever. Yeah. Of a national championship game, mm-hmm. is what I'm reflecting. Of, of, yeah, of that. I, I think it is one of the greatest finishes, but I also thought it was just a great game throughout because mm-hmm. there was never they both had their runs. Um, even though I agree with you guys that I think Villanova pretty much controlled, you know, eighty five, ninety percent of that game. They controlled it. Yeah. But I thought it was a great game because nobody really ran away at any time, and they both kept punching, counter punching. I loved it. I, I absolutely thought it was a it was an exciting game, and you can't even comprehend that finish. Here's what I would say to um, if that game would have went in overtime, it was North Carolina's game. I really believe that was North Carolina's game because they would have they would have, and all that time that passed, somehow in overtime they would have they would have found a way to get the ball down inside, slow the game down. Slow, put it to their pace, and play the inside game, half-court game, which they didn't for the most part. Yeah. It was a lot of determination, some passion in that game from both both teams. But I, a rebound went up one time, a missed shot. might have been Paige who missed the shot. And I don't know how he come back up with the ball and gets it in, mm-hmm. ties it up. Yeah. No, that wasn't tied yeah. up. That was the – they were down by one. And two of Villanova's big guys had four fouls on them, so I think you're right. They'd have been out. They would be out. Yeah, North Carolina had quickly. all the depth and all the momentum going into if it would have yep. went into overtime. Kind of remind me of that uh, Memphis Kansas finish back in what 2008. 2008. When Chalmers hit that crazy acrobatic three, and it was like, all right, here we go. That's what we're used to seeing that overtime finish, especially right. on the national championship standpoint. It's only what they said. It's only been one other time where it's been a game winner. It was a lot of. Um Alumni in that building. Oh, a ton of alumni. Yeah, that was, that was good to see. Uh, that's when you got tradition, though. Alumni come back for tradition. They don't come back because we went to school there. That was, they got a winning tradition. Take a quick break. Kwame Sports Talk. Dermot Lachey in the studio. Kurt Keller on the assignment. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
We've got spring fishing fever, and this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, the boys will set out to stretch a line, and tagging along will be the Canadian sensation, J.P. DeRose, from J.P. DeRose Breaking Boundaries on WFN, our very own catfish expert, Cat Daddy, Major League Fishing and Bass Elite Pro, Mike McClellan, and it's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network, Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Welcome back from Las Sports House Leg Second 888-346-9144 is the number We had a national championship with Villanova In my opinion deserved the win They beat every team they had to beat Not uh, Not stating the obvious To get to the championship game But they beat some good schools To get to where they are They were a number one team As I mentioned earlier in the show That you're number one team. There's something good about you. Something you do that's spectacular to get you to a point to where you have a chance to win the national championship. They beat a, a good North North Carolina team, um, and and the hypocrisy of uh, the NCAA. And you look at a guy like Buddy Hill, who's uh, 21, 22 years old, mm-hmm. and they saying he's too old for the NBA. But you want him to stay in school, but you don't want you don't want to come out early. <laughs> but you look at Villanova team who has some seniors on that squad. And the North Carolina did also, but you look at a team uh, in North Carolina, a organization, French organization program where it's a one and done program for the most part. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of guys like Kentucky. Um, what's the big schools? Uh, Kentucky, Kansas, uh, Kansas, Duke, Duke. Yeah, you get a lot of one and done guys going, but you have these guys that can that's in Villanova who haven't been where they were. In 30 years, 31 years, 1985. So it was fitting for them to do that in 31 years. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, if you're a coach, you would like to do it a lot sooner and more often. But these guys deserve to win the college men's basketball championship game. Yeah. And I don't, like, last couple of years, it seemed like uh, Jay Wright, you know, he's been struggling to get those recruits. You know, last time he had some big time names that I can remember was when he had the three point guard like monster when they had uh, mm-hmm. Randy Foyer Kyle Lowry right now balling in the <laughs> NBA I mean they, and they were just destroying teams you know killing in the city of Philadelphia and now I think with this national championship run and winning the title in the end I think it's going to bring that that type of recruitment back that type of uh, talent back towards that f- team uh, the school in Philadelphia if so. they don't if kids don't go to that school next year if they don't consider that school coming out of Philadelphia where they have ballers then something's not right. Right. And something's yeah. drastically wrong. If you don't choose, if you're a basketball guy and, and Villanova's not one of your top three schools coming out of Philadelphia, 
or anywhere on the East Coast. You can go anywhere if you're that good. But a lot of these kids coming out of AAU, they've been watching mm-hmm. since they was 10 years old. Yeah, and I think Syracuse probably won some recruits this year. Villanova for sure. And those programs like that, there are some programs that you have to go to for four years. I mean, they, they're they built to, I think, they're built around to build championships. Right. You know, a Villanova where you don't have to go to Duke in Kansas. Those are made for the one and dones. LSU tried, didn't work out. But it's, you know, those programs where you have to build that, you know, that team. Out in the West Coast, we're still waiting on that. You know, University of Arizona. I can't believe people don't be, come here. Yeah, I can't believe their basketball team is not dynamic. They they tried with the coach with Bobby Hurley. Yes, but it's only it's only his first year. We're going into his second year. But I can't believe schools like this. It's a big time program, I think, and the weather. Mm-hmm. The, biggest, the, it, it, their biggest challenge is I'm not gonna lie. Their, their biggest challenge is getting those kids from the East Coast. Well, coming out to you got to get them on a visit first. Arizona State, yeah, coming out for a visit, but just getting them kids away from home. You got to bring the parents. I mean, they got a big prep school out here, Finlay Prep, and those kids come mm-hmm. from everywhere, and they're dominating, you know, the high school level. But you know, the college, college schools out here. I mean, if you don't really have that East Coast nature, and you know, those guys coming from the Midwest, those were the those were your ballers are at. You look at these programs. You look at Villanova. You look at Syracuse, you're looking at North Carolina. I mean, these guys are all from the Midwest and the East Coast. The West Coast teams, Oregon, at best, I mean, they got a couple West Coast, a couple Cali guys on the team. Mm-hmm. But, you, you know, you do need those East Coast teams. You know, I think those East Coast players, just because, you know, they play in the cold, they in the gym each and every day, they're indoors, uh, that, you know, you can bring that over here. That's why Bobby Hurley is from the East Coast. That's why you bring a guy like that. So he can bring the kids out of Jersey and New York. And get them a platform to play on, but it's it's hard to drag a kid all the way across the country, right? And you know, buy in and uh, you know, go to class. You go because Arizona State ain't <laughs> to go no to school. class. Yes. you on scholarship, man. You in California? You in you in the sun? <laughs> you don't okay. know that yet, though. You don't know that. Yet. You take that visit, you'll know. A lot of them uh, say I'm only here for one year. And I'm going pro. That's not gonna happen at Arizona State. I uh, know, but the who the the last um, big guy that came out? Well, he wasn't the last Martin. one. James Harden, but it was it was another one too. He three point guy, just was on everybody's team. He got a ring. Short guy. He lives out here too. Eddie House. House. Yeah, yeah. I think I got his number. Man. I can't even think of him. Um, they say his son, no joke. Who Eddie's he, son? He gonna be nice. I guess, I think he was a freshman this year. And, Is he and taller than his dad? Championship. No, they say he's small like his dad, but Dang. they say he's nice. Can't worry about the size. The AI in the Hall of Fame. He's six go. foot five eleven three fourths. Give it up. There's your answer. That's the answer. There is That's the answer. the answer. Hey, you said um, it was interesting that, um, well, I asked the question, is Yao Ming a Hall of Famer? Man, come on. I'm not going there today. What? Yao you just, Ming. You just asked, you, I said it. You said you <laughs> wanted said, to talk what? about it. No, we talk about it. I'm messing with you, man. Uh, no, he's not a Hall of Famer. Well, what he did to the NBA. I need to see his stats. I, globally? I, I get why globally. I mean, he's I a global icon for the, the country of China and uh, bringing the NBA, you know, to a broadening the brand, making the brand bigger than what it is, and making it worldwide to the country of China. I mean, like you said, you see, you see how the NBA players get treated in China. That was before Yao Ming, and now after, it's going to just keep growing, you know, in that country. So I mean, 
he's an all of famer in a, I think as a, like an ambassador step type of standpoint for the NBA. But as a player, his eight years or nine years, however long he played, averaging nineteen points, eight rebounds or nine rebounds, whatever it was, two blocks. That's not Hall of Fame stats. That's and plus he was always injured. Every yeah. time I remember, like when I think of Yao Ming, I think of so many injuries. He didn't play in um, two thousand nine. Uh, well, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Did not play Injured with the foot Yeah 2010, 2011 He played At age 30 He played five games Yeah the, He only played Two full seasons Which is 2002 to 2003 2003 to 2004 He only missed two games In 2004 to 2005 After that It was downhill 57 games 48 games 55 games mm-hmm. 2009 He had 77 games Which is good uh, he was 28 though at that time. Didn't nope. play in 2009, as I said, 2010. No championships. This is not no championships. No, no first team All NBA, second team All NBA. I think the people that's in China was voting. Famer for me. That, that's not a. That's why I said to the maybe like you you presented earlier. The game of basketball is the Naismith Award or the Naismith Hall of Fame. Did he even go to college towards, here? No, towards the game of basketball or towards the sport of basketball. Yes. I think he's a Hall of Famer for what he did for that country. But where he's at now, like in the NBA, coming in as the NBA Hall of Famer, I don't see him being an NBA Hall of Famer. Kurt, is Yao Ming a Hall of Famer in your eyes? No. Yeah. Uh, We don't see it. I don't see it in uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seasons. Well, one of them he didn't even play at all. Uh, yeah. His last season He played Five games I, I don't see I don't see Hall of Fames You just compare Yao Ming To Shaquille O'Neal no. Well I think the challenge That you have With Yao Ming Is what he meant To the game From a popularity Standpoint He increased it By probably More of a percentage Than anyone else Who's ever played The game Because of China But I think that That's the dilemma You have Kind of like a coach and a, and a front office person who are elected into the Hall of Fame yeah. for their contribution to the game. That's the only way. Certainly not by his play. Well, well Jeremy Lin will be in too at some point. Jeremy Lin, yeah, you, you look at Tracy McGrady. Um, who was the guy in Houston that was cold? Steve Francis. Steve Francis, franchise. Stevie Franchise. He, if they not in because of y'all mean in, and I said his 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 international prowess or so if you will is what got him in there but that shouldn't be the criteria no it shouldn't it shouldn't but I think it's it's what you've done for the game so I mean, that's what they're talking about um, when you bring somebody right in I, and I think there should be an asterisk for those types of uh, players yeah under that. put a uh, X by it exactly it isn't because of his uh, his ability or his play in 2009-2010 he did not play but here's where here's where you got to find the the discrepancies in in the votings 2009-2010 him he and Tracy McGrady wasn't really active he didn't play at all but he was named to the all-star game again because of his popularity and what he did for the game well they let they let China vote everybody you can vote all over the world yeah and that's why China just dominated the voting in that year and they would continue to do it if they get an opportunity. Which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I totally agree. 
Mm. Well, the one I think deserves it, obviously Shaquille O'Neal, obviously Cheryl Swoops, uh, um, the owners with their, like you said, their their contribution to the game, the changing the game, or adding this or that to make it better. But Allen Iverson as well, right? The way he has it, he don't have any championship. But you watch the work he put in, and I don't even have to pull up his number. But he was rookie of the year. Um, he was MVP, most valuable player of the, of the league. Mm-hmm. He did take his team with uh, Eric Snow and and those guys to the NBA championship, but they ran against the Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. They ran against that team. Right. Which you know you wouldn't beat them. One guy can't beat four other guys. It's impossible. When I think of Hall of Famer, I'm not just thinking about, you know, just what you did on the court. It's it's not just like your points per game or your stats. Were you a winner during your time? How'd you stand out? Off the court too? Because AI off wouldn't court, be yeah. in Off the court, he won't be in the Hall of Famer. <laughs> off the court, yeah. I mean... I guess the tone is just don't go to jail. Just don't. I, I don't know. I guess you don't go to jail while you're playing. You're, you had a good behavior off the court. Yeah, AI was in and out. Of, well, yeah, we know about AI. He, he spoke on it. But I think, you know, Shaq was a winner. Cheryl Swoops obviously was a winner. AI, you know, Tom Izzo, I was, you know, seven national championships since he's been coaching at Michigan State. I didn't see Yao Ming was not a winner. His overall record is 38 wins, 39 losses. I mean, I. You got to be a winner to get into the Hall of Fame during your time, during your career. You were playing. I think it has a lot I to do too. With off the field, I also. Think, I don't think winning has anything to do with it. It's your, it's your personal, um, it's your personal stats. That, that's what the Hall of Fame has always been. I mean, that that would say that that would say that um, like um, uh, the Manning in, in New York for the Giants is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not, but he's won two Super Bowls, and that's why he's being considered. Yeah, he will get in, exactly. Uh, Eli will get but in. Shouldn't. But he shouldn't. Eli should not get in. If you look at the he throws, shouldn't. you look at the two throws, other than the one that he threw to, um, what was my guy, number 17? Um, was from He's from um, Chesapeake, Virginia, or Virginia Beach. Played with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tall guy, 17. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Okay. Got uh, shot himself in the leg. Shot himself in the, yeah. Oh, Plexico. Plexico Bears. Yeah, you look at uh, the throws he made. Other than that throw right there, but Eli was throwing in desperation. And that's not wrong with that because sometimes that happened in the game. That's why Johnny Mazzell won the Heisman throwing in desperation. You look at he didn't make no. I dropped back. I saw my man open and I hit him on target. Hit him in stride. I don't see those throws out of Eli, but he won two Super Bowl, so he will be mentioned for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then the Manning. Yeah, that's just wrong. That is just wrong. So, while, again, I, I think that stats are, are really everything because then Dan Marino would never be considered for the Hall of Fame. Exactly. Or the Super Bowl, which, nope. which I think is, is he's he's one of the top five quarterbacks of all time. Right. You know, he came out in a great class of quarterbacks, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He came out in a great class, but so, I think all, all of them in the Hall of Fame. Thing. I, I think... It's a difficult, difficult scenario because I think sometimes we let people in way too easy. Yeah, and it's, it's so. you get you get the other Hall of Famers. A lot of the time, you get the other Hall of Famers saying, "Why is this guy not in yet?" And how much of they have a of a, a peer pressure to the voters and stuff like that. Right. But uh, right. And, hey, and I got there, the. You start talking about the uh, the things that they've done off their field of, of play. 
you know, again, I don't think that that plays into this. Just because you're a terrible person doesn't mean that you aren't a Hall of Fame player. Yeah, I think that because of numbers. Right, again, so that's what tells me that the Hall of Fame is all about stats. And so if we want to bring winning into it, you know, that's where I struggle. I struggle that we can't define it by winning Mm -hmm. because that's too inconsistent, and especially in something like football, basketball, um, where those are the ultimate team sports. Baseball is is a one-on-one confrontation. We got to get out of here. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, we got we could talk about this forever, but unfortunately, it is ten o'clock. We have to get out of here. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, congratulations to the Hall of Famer and Villanova, all the Hall of Famers. Uh, Michael Jordan, congrats. Uh, congratulate AI on his Hall of Fame. I think he's getting crossed over. Quite a lot of sports talk. Demi Lachey, Kurt Felkeller. We will talk to you guys on Thursday. Woohoo! We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>